What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. New, 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 Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Grrrr. Deep does in the building. Tuesday Night Titans are in the building. Yes, they are, man. I hope you guys have a slow Tuesday planned. If not, you can be like Al Bunny and put your pant hand in your pants. That's it. All right. That's what you can do on a Tuesday night. It's time to chill. All right. You can go 10 toes up, if you will. You can get a gordita. You know, keep your rotation in line. All right. Anyway, today we got a short show. Yes, this is going to be a short show. Um, We're going to talk about Meghan Markle. She mad. She mad. Where is she mad? Yeah, where is she mad at? And that's you. Meghan Markle, she mad. <laughs> What's she mad about this time? She's mad that she was slut-shamed. Our past keeps coming back to haunt us, even though we 50, 11 years old. You can't wait to read this article. Absolutely reprehensible behavior. And uh, we might assume that she's delusional, and women are delusional when it comes to double standards. Men, there's double standards for men and women, and we often do call them out. Uh, but um, But for some reason... Getting hump, hung up on this double standard, I don't get it. I do not understand it. And there's some easy questions we can answer, and there's some sources we can go to to explain exactly why you women, women are considered to be nothing but dirty, scat-pilling skeezers or 304s if they give away their sex life frivolously and have high body counts versus a man that achieves this, and he's considered a stud. All right, we're going to talk about that in a bit. We're also going to talk about pretty little liars in the building. And this sister, sister, you've been on, on my mind. Sister's going to give all them strong, independent women in the community a little bit of a wake-up call. And I know good and damn well, as soon as you hear this one, the Negro community will be finding, uh, will be definitely frowning upon her shenanigans. The Negro community is always frowning upon people's shenanigans. All right, the Negro community be sick. You look, look at them serious faces right there, bro. Hey, you got you know you know you got some uncles and some bishops and some pastors and some deacons that look just like these brothers and sisters right here. All right, when you go to your Pentecostal and your Kojic church, this how everybody in your Kojic church be looking. You know they be looking like that. You going to hell? <laughs> they tell they tell you you going to hell. All right, y'all don't remember that. Uh, y'all a little too young. You know, uh, if you're too young though to to Remember when people told you you were going to hell <laughs> and they meant it? They looked at you, you going to hell, and you was like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> There's still some people in the South that's probably still believe that you going to hell and they believed it. They'd be sitting around there all day like, I'm going to hell. <laughs> somebody said that to, now to me. Somebody, if some, somebody say that shit to me, I'll be like, <laughs> what is this place you talk about referencing hell what is this anyway i love me some hellfire and brimstone i love that shit boy i could have been a preacher for show i could have been a preacher for show i'd be like man i wake up every morning we about to scare everybody today we about to scare everybody and what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna talk about them but i'm really talking about me but i'm also talking about them all right <laughs> Let's go ahead and tell them you a sinner. You a sinner. All right. Give me that damn. Give me that damn money. Give me that money. You a sinner. <laughs> Pass around that collection plate. Everybody going to hell today. <laughs> mm. 
I'll be up there talking cash-ish. How dare you out there think about that fornication? You going to hell. Get my damn napkin real quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> you going to hell. Uh, you going to hell tonight. Uh, yeah, man. I could have been a pre- I could have been one of them revival preachers. All that shit. Revival preacher. <laughs> they run up. I want to be saved, Lord. Put it on me. Put that damn, put that damn olive oil on my forehead. Put that damn olive oil all over my forehead. Let me get that olive oil out. Let me get that olive oil out. Put it on you. Put it on you. Put it up. Put it up. Put it up. Oh, I'm really going to hell. This is ridiculous. This is reprehensible behavior. The Pentecostal church is definitely going to be pissed at me today. (laughs) They're going to be bad as hell. (laughs) He said that olive oil. They put that olive oil on you. What do they call it? Holy oil? (laughs) All right. This show's already been. Actually, as a matter of fact, I'm already. This is already lost monetization on the CGA channel. Anyway, let's not keep the show going here. What is it called? Olive oil. It smells like olive oil. Be smelling good. Deacon clap cheeks. The Deacon Clap Cheeks. Who said that? Charles in Deacon Clap Cheeks. Oh, my God. Dude, that's got to be a character. Deacon Clap Cheeks. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we all going. We all going. Church members have definitely escaped. They they out of this right here. They're like, they don't want to hear none of this today. All right, they're going to be praying for me. Y'all going to be praying for me? I'm going to pray for you. Remember that, too? Remember that, too? You do something and you laugh. You be like, <laughs> you be in your spirit of uh, the, 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 you be on the dark side. <laughs> you be out there talking that mess and that one big fat sister with the little hat with the feathers, the three feathers like this. She be up there. I'm going to pray for you. Like what you going to, what? I'm going to pray for you. What? You don't even know who you praying to. Oh, they be really mad. They like, Lord, this dude. You can only pray for me if you knew who you were praying to. I bet you you don't know. <laughs> oh, man, they be bad as hell. Anyway, God bless everybody's soul today. You know, this might be your last. Sister Odell. Brother and sister Odell Jenkins. She come out. She had that big booty. She used to wear the, she used to wear the little suit jacket like this that came up right to the belly button. She had that pump fat. She had the fat out right here. She had the gun, and she had a big booty. It looked like you can ride on the back. Looked like you can ride on the back, right? You could just sit on her back like this and get a ride. She'd be like, (laughs) and then Deacon Clapcheeks come in. I know you ain't looking at Sister Abigail Odell Jenkins' booty. I know you ain't Deacon Clapcheeks come in. I know you ain't listening to Mrs. Robinson Odell, Sister Jenkins, and them booty out there, young boys. You young boys, breath be stinking, breath be stinking, dude. You can smell his breath from 10 rows before he approach you. And you'd be like, oh, here he come. Deacon clap cheek and that stinking breath. Here he come. He come all in your face. Now you young boys need to understand y'all looking at Sister Jenkins and Sister Odell's booty. I know y'all ain't doing that, you heathens. Y'all going to hell. <laughs> Deacon clap cheeks. Who said that? Mr. Mr. Deacon Clapcheeks, this is terrible. Man, you guys are reprehensible. Coach Gang, there's something wrong with you guys. 
There's something wrong with you guys. Where is his name at? I saw it earlier. All right, man. We need to stop, man. The Lord going to strike us down. That was Charles in. <laughs> that was Charles in. Anyway, let's get back into the show. Now I'm going to be late. Yeah, we, we need to. The dark side is a nasty place to go. You got to be ready. You got to be ready to be on the dark side. All right, let's get to these contributions. Early, early contributions to the day show. Shout out to El Chino. He says 265. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Shout out to Brown 310 in the building. Good to see you, man. Good to see you again, Brown 310 in the building. All right. We still have somebody looking for a refund. Maybe because I didn't say his super chat. We'll never know. The world will never know. By the way, ladies, how many licks does it take to get to the center? <laughs> All right. Shout out to who is this in here? We're going to call you. Uh, we're going to call you North Dakota. He says, my girl's first time watching live coach with my permission. Uh Oh, she is in the 10 toes up gang for sure. Shout out to North Dakota's girl. All right. 10 toes up gang in the building. He says, uh, dealing with the spreadsheet, keeping kid withholding beach moaning. And it's, he says, and it's moaning. It's all Jermaine fault. Oh, you got a baby mama. All Jermaine fault, yelling, moaning, baby, my terrorist ex-wife claiming she independent on my $1,500 a month. You hear this? My boy. Hey, man, this is one of the things, man. I'm doing it all by myself. And he cutting a check every month. Gentlemen, I know we talk about cutting checks to uh, baby mamas and whatnot. But I'm going to tell you right now, you really don't know the pain of cutting a check to child support you don't realize the pain because you think oh it's certain dollars a month now let me tell you it's kind of like a rent check but it's a check that you get nothing back all right well it's for the kid i want the kid for her don't you want your kids to have a good life yeah but i'm eating beans and rice over here all right i'm building no generational wealth over here <laughs> your kids should have the best all right but guess what what tends to happen is and i've told you about this january First comes along, you owe a child support check. You're like, all right, F that broad. I'm going to write a check and wipe my ass with it. All right, you be talking, shine, you F and B. And you put, a, you put something goofy in the memo, FTB. <laughs> she get the memo, him put FTB down there. Judge is like, what is FTB? She like, well, I'm something reprehensible. I don't know if I can say it in court. The judge says, uh, CGA, what is FTB? I don't know. I was told to put put it in the memo, FTB. It could be uh, free the birds. I don't know. <laughs> could be free the babies for the babies. I don't know. I don't know. It mean F that bitch. It mean F that bitch, judge. Uh, Mr. Adams, did you put F that bitch in the memo? Nah, I said these are for the babies. It's for the babies. <laughs> the fabulous free birds I don't know it's for the babies that's why I put in the memo so what happens is 1500 you write out the check January 1st you be like F that B on the 31st of January you're reminded oh damn I gotta get my child support check in February 1st you had a full 31 days potentially 5 calendar weeks 
to have an extra, you extra earn an extra couple of dollars, right? But then what happens is February 1st, you write F that B and you wipe your ass with the check and you give it to her. Then guess what? February 28th comes up. You're like, wait a minute. That's less. That's less than 30 days. See, January 1st to the 31st, you was balling. Uh, February 1st to the 28th, you like this bitch getting another check. <laughs> All right, you start acting funny. You like, Lord, have mercy. And then March 1st come up. Then all of a sudden, March 30th come up. This bitch getting another check. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You waiting for days with 31 days. You ain't get another 31 days. You ain't going to get another 31 days from January all the way to March. Oh, sorry, to May. Maybe March. Does March have a 31st? Then a mother sucking leap. Yeah, you waiting for leap year. You're like, leap year. Good. I get an extra day. What happens is them checks run into real bills and they come in not every 30 days. They be coming in messed up calendar days. They come on weekends. No grace period. You like, God damn, they come in the middle of tax season. You like, shh. All right, your birthday, your kid's birthday coming up, and a child support check. You like, oh, my Lord, this bitch got to go. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't let them. Oh, March has 31 days. Do not let these people get your check out of your check. I've never had that, but I have had my check taken. I had some money taken out of my bank account. They levied my bank account once. I was going on vacation with my kids, and then I got a notice in the mail. I was like, what? <laughs> I found out real fast. Do not have a savings account. But that messes up your generation wealth, man. Man. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that story. Shout out to you. Yeah, the garnishment. Ooh, wage garnishment. They call up the human resources department. You get this woman walk, march right down to your little office or your little cubicle. One of these mastodons weren't. Uh, Mr. Adams, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sally. Yeah. You walk your ass down there. You watching her big old booty. You watching her shuffle and, and waddle all the way back to her office. She coming in there. Yeah. Uh, so um, child support sent a garnishment paperwork that we're going to garnish your paychecks. I'm sorry. This is a little tough to deal with. I realize that. Uh, but, yes, we're going to start taking money out of your check. I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do. It is the system. So I just wanted to make you know make you clear of this, that, uh, yes, you're going to have way less money coming your way. And as a matter of fact, they put in an order to get about 511 of your checks. <laughs> oh, man, you'd be like, Lord, have mercy, not the garnishment, straight out of your paycheck. Yep. Uh, they said you owe back child support too. So uh, any bonuses, Christmas bonuses, stipends, any large awards, any any particular things like that, anything that we might have potentially owe you. Uh, yes, we're going to take all of that. We're going to have to take all of that. All of that. None of that will come your way. Uh, any tax refunds, anything requests like that, um, anything like that. We have to report all of your expenses, <laughs> yo you go man you ain't trouble you in trouble they stealing from you oh man yeah you be wanting to quit your job i quit work under the table 
Your ex-wife will be in there. Your honor, he work under the table. He work under the table, your honor. He get paid under the table after you quit your job. You'd be like, uh, your honor, is there evidence of a table here? And what table do I get paid under? Can the can the uh can the person here can the petitioner can the petitioner provide which table that I get paid under? I'm not I'm not completely aware of this vernacular and these phraseologies, particularly if I work under said table. Can she provide said table that I get paid under? You'd be like, your highness, your highness, she's insinuating that I get paid under tables. I've never been paid under a table before. Perhaps can she provide tables? <laughs> your highness, I thought she was the table. Perhaps am I getting paid under her? <laughs> anyway. anyway, yeah, act ignorant in court. Act ignorant. No, don't do that. Don't act ignorant. Just act quiet. Don't say nothing in court. All right. Let them let them play pretend legal system. All right. They in there pretending. Shout out to my man, the end in the building. He says tuition money. Thank you, coach. Thank you. And that's you. Damn, that's loud. They playing pretend court in there. You know, it ain't nothing in there real. They in there acting like, well, according to the bylaws in the family court penal code system, referencing the the judgment you know, Plessy versus Ferguson uh, related to the marital contract. That shit don't mean nothing. You volunteer for that shit. <laughs> right? It don't mean nothing. All right. There ain't no consequences. All they're doing is doing administrative work. There's nothing legal. There's nobody going to jail. We're going to threaten you with contempt. You don't follow these orders. All right. Can you have her? Can, can you have her set for perjury too? Nope. Nah, you can lie in family court. There's no crime against lying. Have you ever have you ever heard someone go to go to jail for perjury in the family court? Mm. Nobody has ever gone to jail for perjury in the family court. That should tell you all you need to know. It's just an administrative court. They they just pushing pencils and papers around. All right, here we go. We're going to put a judgment in. We're going to do this ruling for this. We're going to do this. We're going to put this on the books. We're going to put this on the tab. They ain't doing nothing. <laughs> they ain't doing nothing and then you literally go in there trying to play real court and oh you're mr adam sit down right here this isn't a real court you cannot object in this phony court this phony administrative court there's no objections in here <laughs> my private investigator is taking mad notes right now My private investigator is like, this ninja crazy. Reporting back to the scene like, this dude, you really want to sue him? <laughs> this dude is a nut. He going to go in here and, and uncover all this stuff. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you ever sue me, I'm just taking notes on the process. I'm going in going, you giving me data because I'm sure going to come on the court. I'm sure going to go on the internet soon as I get out of court and reveal all the secrets. <laughs> Oh, I'm petty. I'm petty. Take me in there. You just giving me an education because that's how I do. I be sucking it in. I'll be in the bin there looking like Matlock with my damn. I got my damn seersucker gray suit on. I'm going to be in there like Matlock. Okay. They're going to be like. Dun, 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 dun. 
Yeah, here we go. The one-armed man is right here. See, uh, if you think this child didn't get any support, how about the one-armed man? Everybody turns around, <gasps> looks for the one-armed man. I'd be like, exactly. See, the mere fact that you thought that there was a one-armed man puts doubt in your mind. And as a matter of fact, if there's doubt, if there's doubt, there's reasonable doubt in this case. And this defendant representing himself today is innocent. I rest my case. <laughs> they gonna be like, uh, Mr. Adams, this ain't the damn real court. This the damn administrative fake fraudulent people's court. <laughs> There's no evidence. There's no testimony. You can't bring nobody up here. No surprise witnesses around here. You just sit your ass down. All right, $1,500 a month. If the condom don't fit, you must acquit. Mm. But like, your highness, I thought this was a legal court. All right. Mr. No government name. He says, CGA, I have about three 304s at work that want to give me some of that good, good, sweet, gushy stuff. Leave them alone. Mm. I want you to calculate how much money you're going to lose if you mess with a 304 at work. And then calculate how much it costs to get a fresh piece of junior college peace leave right off the internet. And you're gonna feel it real fast that you're gonna you I'm sorry about that. You're gonna save a lot of money. You're gonna save a lot of money just going to get into junior college. As opposed to the money you're gonna lose at work. Don't get stop. I've been about to stop trying to bang work hoes. That's a violation of coach rule number 5150. Mm. Lead them work skeezers alone. All right. Uh, DG Seymour says if XXs are working as Meg states, why is she puzzled and perplexed at the stigma of body count? He says it's because she has regrets of who she gave the cheeks to. And that's true. That's absolutely true. And that's you. If she was fine with who she gave the cheeks to, she wouldn't worry about it, but she's supposed to be playing princess. JC says, laughing my A off. That's me. Auto pay cut deep. You can't win, sir. You can't win. Somebody said, coach showed me that another path. There's another path, the junior college. He says, yes, man. The junior college is litty right now. Don't. Dude, I would not break my neck. Now, if you're a young guy, I get it. You ain't got no money. I get it. You are a broke ninja. I get it. But if you somewhat doing well for yourself, don't break your neck. <laughs> don't break your neck out here, bro. I remember hearing dudes. I'm frustrated. Y'all got your Tinder stories. And I'll be looking at y'all like, what the, what the hell are y'all doing? I'll be on Tinder. I got this message from this girl on Tinder. And look at her. She's delusional, isn't she? I'm like, why? In the world? Stop messing with normies. Dude, stop messing with normies. Now, if you just don't have any money, I get it. I get it. But uh, normie chicks are brutal out here. If I ever bumped into a normie chick, like I avoid normie chicks like the plague. Normie chicks be out here out of control. Anyway, <laughs> here we go right here. Let's go into the first one. Sister going to give us a lesson. Uh, sister, go ahead and uh, throw it back for us. Let me see here. This show's already going to go past my. Wait a minute. Says my internet connection is lost. <laughs> Am I still on? Is this thing on? Here's a sister right here. 
Uh, sister, sister clap cheeks is in the building. Shout out to this sister right here. Uh, let's hear what she has to say. Ladies, listen and learn. Black men are not intimidated by successful black women. They are turned off by rude, pushy, overbearing, masculine, disrespectful, unsupportive know-it-alls. Remember, there's a difference between being intimidated and being turned off. That's the video. <laughs> Let's give her a round of applause. Hey, shout out to her. Good Lord, have mercy. I didn't know it was that easy. Tell them, sister. Took her 50, 11 years to figure it out. But men are not typical. They don't care what color the men are. I love it, man. I dated this one girl. She was an educated girl. She used to say that. You're intimidated by my, my career and my law degree. Nobody's intimidated by your law degree and your career. Nobody's intimidated that you go to work and play office. Everybody knows it's a, just a big old office space. You're just playing office and pushing papers and pencils around, acting like you're doing stuff, firing off emails. I fired off an email. I was irate. All caps. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody's intimidated. What we don't like is rude, pushy, obnoxious, braggadocious, struggling women acting like they out here. And what happens is, what happens is they will say all of that stuff. I'd be firing off emails. All right. I had to pull his file all day. I took a couple of calls. I had to send calls directly to voicemail. I took dictation. We had three meetings. You literally did nothing like all day long, all day long. I took an extra hour and 15 minutes on my lunch break. We took a pause after our first meeting and ran over to Starbucks at 1030 and got a couple of mochiatis, frappuccinos, frappuccino, cappuccino, tall grande, vente iced teas. <laughs> you didn't do a damn thing, brother and sisters. You didn't do nothing. You just did data entry, shoved pencils and papers around, told people, reported people, pulled people file. Anyway, nobody's intimidated by that. We just don't like people to talk all of that mess. And then when the bill comes, then they shove it on the table towards me. You act like you didn't see it. Well, the men are supposed to pay, right? She don't even grab at the bill. Like, at least look at it and the damage you've done. Now I got to pay for it. Well, the men, 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 the bill. This is reprehensible, man. You did all that bragging. Now you're going to jump and hotwire your, your Nissan Altima or your Mercedes C-Class that definitely is on the repossession list, and you're going to drive back home with your gas on E. And the oil light on and the brakes screaming, the service light on. <laughs> all right, anyway, stop with the cap. Men don't care about all that strong and independence nonsense jargon. All right, people need to learn that. Let's go to the next video. Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. Oh, I actually like this video. All right, I love this video, actually. Oh, what the hell happened here? Oh, what happened? Okay, so this is a girl. It looks like she's an Indian girl. When I say Indian, I mean not Native American Indian, but in red dot Indian. Maybe some, maybe, maybe, maybe Pakistani. I don't know. Me, I don't know the difference. I don't know. Anyway, shout out to, she looked like she an Indian girl, she baiting buddy. 
She waiting for the for the arranged marriage. Arranged marriage. Everything they be saying looks like a question mark at the end. Anyway. Let's listen to her pretty little lies. Guys, this is what girls sound like when you take them on the first date. This is how their representative speaks to you, especially NPCs. Now, she's going to speak about what she does, and her parents are going to react. Let's go ahead and watch the video. Here, play. Wait a minute. Hold on. Here it is right here. Hi, my name is Ian Woodley. These are my parents. My student number is 1761029. Um, so how do I start my day? Every day I wake up at 5 o'clock and... <laughs> Stupid guys. I wake up at 5 o'clock and I go for a jog. Stupid guy, it is it. And then I come back at 6. And at that time, my parents wake up, so I make breakfast for everyone. <laughs> mom ain't having it. <laughs> yo, mom is like, this bitch. <laughs> mom is like, yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch. <laughs> mom is like, what? <laughs> Who is this bitch? Mom's like, who is this bitch? Who do you refer to? Dad trying to be like, yeah, keep lying so I can get you off of my payroll. The dad fully behind the cap. Yeah, that's my daughter. That's exactly what she do. She's a good woman. Mom got me dying, man. I got to hear that one more time. Mom is like, hey, I like when mom was like, hey, bitch, are you really telling? Wait a minute. Are you really telling these lies on this camera? She like, you realize the camera's on. This is how women sound when you take them on dates. First two dates. This is how she sounds. I like to work out at the gym. I love to work out. I'm at the gym every day. Anyway, I can tell you're not at the gym every day. Whatever you're doing, you're doing it wrong. Here we go. Let's see here. Hi, my name is Ian Woodley. These are my parents. My student number is 1761029. Um, so how do I start my day? Every day I wake up at 5 o'clock and... <laughs> Because I wake up at five o'clock and I go for a jog. And then I come back at six and at that time my parents wake up, so I make breakfast for everyone. <laughs> mom, mom was like duh. <laughs> Yo, mom fell the hell out. Mom was like Oh, hell no. <laughs> Mom was done. Mom was done. Hey, guys, that's basically a first date, second date and third date. Mom was like, you wait. I don't even see you till noon every day. Every day, I don't see you come cranking out that room. She was like, you wake up and take a shower and go for a jog or go and vice versa. And mom is like, this is what you look like on a daily basis till noon. <laughs> she talking about you go on a jog this is what you look like every day my god hey you need to take your girlfriends if you're dating normie take your girlfriends on the first date with a mama and let them sit up there and lie and let the mama go in <laughs> and tell your mom every time your daughter talks about what she does take a drink of water you'd be like this here <laughs> your mama would be spit 
her mama be spitting water everywhere. Lying. Pretty little liars, man. Wow, that's actually crazy. Okay, let me check on some Super Chats, and then we'll get to the main event. That's how you should laugh at normies when they're on dates with you. All right, because they be, they be in there lying for sure. All right, let me take a couple Super Chats. Okay, thank you, brothers. Um, What do we got here, my man? <laughs> you guys with these title names. I'm not going to say this, bro. What, what are we doing here? You paid a little bit too close attention. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what happened? He says, you were spitting this AM on dating coaches. You need to go in on dating coaches and open relationships. How good you wait? How good are you if your girl wants other pickles? You know? <laughs> Jesus. Yo, I think I know who you're talking about, which is interesting that I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the one of the dating coaches who is, I believe, in a plural marriage and runs game. And I think he's also open marriage where she be getting pipe like. Man, but look, for me, I'm actually pro open marriage. I mean, in an open relationship. So I'm not against that, but something funny, man, something funny. Like, are y'all wanting y'all girls to like, if that's your wife or your girlfriend, do y'all want y'all girls to be out here catching somebody else's pickle? I don't know about that, bro. I don't know about that. My wife definitely can't catch another dude's pickle. Nah, she can't catch another pickle. But somebody said, what's his name? Oh, my goodness. Oh, Cooper, what's in it? I don't know what that means anyway. But I don't know, man. Shout out to the dictator says, but coach, they thick. And the company Christmas party is coming up. Open bar. Man, do not mess with work skeezers. Do not mess with work skeezers. I know somebody's going to be like, it works and don't worry about it. And you ain't going to get me to. Now, if you're a dude that's a job guy and you're just, you don't care. You have a job. You're going nowhere in life. You work at, you, you, you work at, I can't say nothing because I don't want to diss the brothers because I know some brothers work at some of these jobs that I would name. All right. Let's just say you, you work at Chili's. You know what I mean? You're a waiter at Chili's. You ain't going nowhere. The You, you one day aspire to be a waiter at olive garden you know what i mean it's like you're like one day i won't work up i'm gonna be at olive garden all right you're a job guy you're not a career guy you're just a job guy if you're a job guy going and fornicate with whoever you want to fornicate you're still gonna lose your job if it goes left that's too much <laughs> the auto zone Look, I was going to say AutoZone, but I bumped into two guys that recognized me at an AutoZone. They're going to be like, brother, why you throw me under the bus? I was in the AutoZone and the brothers was like, are you CGA? So I can't. I wasn't going to. I was going to say AutoZone. So I took it back. Took it back. We went with Chili's. One day, I'm going to be in Olive Garden. And one day, I'm going to work at Fleming's and Mastro's. <laughs> are you just a yob guy? All right, we got a couple of guys work at Chili's. But if you're a career guy, if you're a career guy, do not fornicate at work. If you are a job guy, go ahead. Mess with them acne, pimple, pus face women. You know what I mean? Like, go ahead. Go ahead. The agency in the building. Shout out to you in New York City dropping a bag. He said, stop by to say hello. And for a daily dose of reality, coach, you keep saving me from making the wrong decisions out here. Shout out to you. 
Shout out to you. I appreciate you for being here. We'll give you another one because you a big time sponsor. All right, shout out to you, brothers, man. Hey, man, we're here to keep men pointed with their head in the right direction. One thing we know that women are a dime a dozen. All right, listen, you're talking to a 47-year-old man. I know you're like, you're old. Guys, one thing I want to tell you, young brothers, that there's you're never going to run out of women. Women ain't never going to run out. We're never going to have a shortage of women. We're never going to have like, damn, where are all the women? Like back in the day when they had the gold rush and people came from East Midwest to the West, they came to Colorado and San Francisco. They came to Colorado and San Francisco. They came to Las Vegas. It was nothing but men here, as a matter of fact. It's one of the reasons San Francisco is known as the Skittles capital of the world for their lack of available women. It's kind of like it was a prison yard during the gold rush. Guess what happened? They was like, there's no women. Well, looks like we got each other, boss. You know what I mean? Brothers in Colorado was like, not us. But San Francisco's history is because there was a shortage of women during the gold rush. And they was out there busting cheeks. (laughs) Broke back mountain. Pause. So here's the thing. There's rarely ever going to be a situation where we run into that type of thing. There's never going to be a shortage of women. There's never going to be a shortage of women. With that being said, if you're especially if you're a black man and you're upwardly mobile, you'll never have a shortage of women. You'll never have a shortage of women. If you're just even if you just date black women, you'll never have a shortage. You'll never run out. There's never going to go out of women. Damn, there ain't no more women. With that being said, that being said. What the hell is the sense of urgency, gentlemen? You have time on your side. You don't run out of you don't run out of uh, semen. Pause. You can have babies whenever you want. You can relax. And guys, as you get older, most of the time you get a little bit more wealthier. Not extremely, but you get a little bit more wealthier. And as a result, resort. All right. As a resort, resort. Wait. As a result. As a result, there's going to be plenty of access to women. Matter of fact, there's some women that we call celibates. There's a lot of celibate women here. Shout out to the celibate women. There's a lot of celibate women here. And, of course, (laughs) coach will buy a bit. Yes, coach will buy a bit from them celibates. We love the celibates. Yeah. You know, if you ever was just like in a jam, he was like, Man, how am I going to get some? (laughs) There's celibates out here. Somebody says, what about ED? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Okay. If you're married for 25 years and 20 years, you'll have a whole bunch of ED. But if you're single, have you heard many single men that have ED? The only single men I've heard that have ED is they get a lot. Right. And it's hard to get thrilled by the same thing over and over again. But if you're married, most married, a lot of married men got ED. They got it. And the cure for it is a new young piece of thing. He'll be full salute reporting for duty. He'll be ready to go as long as he got some warning. But uh, these things we have to clear up, man, because look, 57-year-old guy, 54-year-old wife, he'll have ED. 
It's hard to trick the mind. It's hard to trick the mind to keep going to the same thing over and over again. You can't trick the mind. <laughs> so you'd be like, oh, no, no, no. You got to work it up. You know, uh, married men, married men. How long are we going here? Five, what's the, okay. Hey, married men, tell these men. Hey, married men, tell these men. Where's my married men? Do we have married men? Press one in the chat if you're married or you have a long-term girlfriend. Press one in the chat. Just so we know if we are talking to them, maybe they're, you know, they can't tell their wives. They're like watching CGA privately, but their headphones on. They're sitting in their corner office in their man cave listening like this. You listening to me like you listening to Richard Pryor back in the day and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> sniggling, <laughs> sniggling. All right. We got a whole bunch of married people here. All right. Married people. Tell these men. About the spank bank. Tell these men about the spank bank and how often you use the spank bank. Tell them, or I'm going to get Pink Panther out here. Tell them men. Tell them men, brothers. Tell them men how often you got to think about another woman getting when you're with your wife. Okay. Not only that, married men, tell them how much prawn you look at. Not only that, Mary, man, tell, me how, tell us how many hookers and strippers you would be with. See, one thing that don't one thing I want pit men to understand, and a lot of people, a lot of times incels and virgins get blamed for having OnlyFans girls, watching prawn, being angry, hanging out at strip clubs. A lot of incels and virgins get blamed for this. Look at these video game guys buying OnlyFans content. Can I tell y'all something? That don't be incels and virgins. That be married dudes. We need to we need to get we need to get the real out. It be married dudes doing that. <laughs> he says I'm taking the fifth. All right, so let's go back. Let's go back. He said, What's the point of getting married if it's that bad? That's a brother. You young in the game, you wet behind the ears, you don't know. You don't know. Do guys, this is why he says, Coach, uncovering the truth. See, I'm I'm too much of a truthful guy. I'm too much of a truthful guy. So when I talk about things, I give you the real. You guys that are considering getting married, you need to listen to me. I'm not here to lie, and I'm not bitter and hurt. No, I'm not angry or bipolar. I'm telling you the real that nobody else will tell you. When you get married, if you're getting married to have sex with your wife on a routinely basis, you're going to be severely disappointed. I'm telling you this right now. You're the disappointment you're going to. And guys, this isn't just some some marriages. This is damn near all, especially after two, three kids in five, seven years. If you get married for the explicit purpose to bed your wife well into your 20s, 30s, 40s and 50s, you're going to be severely disappointed. Your wife at some point will give up her booty cheeks to somebody else. And have kept you in a drought in the process. You're more likely to find that than not. But let me just tell you. I'm going to just tell you. Married men. Married men. Tell these men about the spank bank. If your wife is around, you don't have to admit anything. If you're a married man. And young men, listen up. When you... Because you're going to get your wife the first couple of years, you're going to be happy with it. Maybe the first year or so. So here, people are telling me I'm spitting facts. 
No lies told. After the two years or so, even if this is a long-term relationship, a cohabitation, you're going to go back. Your wife's going to want to get frisky with you. When she says, let's get frisky, you're going to be like, okay. Yeah, I guess I can. I guess I can get frisky with you. She's going to be drunk off the wine, whatever. She smokes some weed. She's feeling frisky. She talked to her work husband. She said at happy hour, she's worked up. When she comes back in that bedroom and you lay down, you will have thought at least about three women that you've seen in public in that day or that week or a woman you've seen on the internet that you fantasize about before you even get rock hard. You're going to be like, oh, man. Okay. What about that girl at Starbucks? Yeah, I wanted her. Mm -hmm. Does she look like my wife? Nope, she don't look like my wife. I can't really quite fantasize. What about that girl at the bank, that bank teller? Oh, my God, that blank teller. She was kind of flirting with me. Yeah, I want to pipe that down. I might be able to finish with that. Or you're going to be like that girl that work at my job, that girl that work at my kid's daycare. <laughs> Come on, hunt. Come on, little buddy. Come on up. He be like, all right, all right, all right. Your wife's like anything wrong? Just. Is everything okay? Be quiet. Don't say nothing. <laughs> just <a laughs> let me think just for a little bit. You get the right one. You'd be like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready. You'd be like reporting for duty. All right, I'm ready to go. And your head will be in the pillow. Eyes closed. You sweating. You running it like a jackhammer. Her sister, the babysitter of your kids. You thinking anybody. And you just the face down. Face in the pillow, her 10 toes up, you just a jacking, hammering, just pow, pow. She like, oh, man, give it to me. You just a thinking of anybody. You ever think of somebody and it don't match and then you drop off? All right, hold up, hold, hold up for a second. Hold up. <laughs> Let me get it back up. It's be good. Okay, good. What do you like? What do you want me to do? Oh, just, just. Hush those pretty little lips. <laughs> and then you gotta be like in the middle of it you get the one you did oh i forgot about that girl 10 seconds now <laughs> she like hurry up you going too long man i'm beating you beating it dry you making too much noise the kids gonna wake up don't dirty up the sheets. Now, that's married sex for men. I'm just letting y'all know. That's marital sex for men. And don't, he <laughs> said straight to sleep. <laughs> straight to sleep. Straight to sleep. And I don't want to hear no bullshit ass lying. <laughs> that's marital sex for men. Now, as he gets to his 40s and 50s, he's going to need a blue pill, a purple pill, or whatever. He's going to need a pill to get this up in about three hours' notice. Or he's going to need another 
another young girl in either one because he's not going to be able to get not for his wife not for his wife he's not going to be able to get it up for her he's going to be like oh lord oh henry did you take your rheumatism medicine and did you take your little pill today i think (laughs) i think i I think i'm gonna be ready for something tonight turn all the lights off turn them dark anyway married men he said not the time. They getting me out here. New World Order get me. They trying to mess up my stream. Did they kick me off? They kicked me off. Hold on for a second. They got mad at me. <laughs> they kicked my stream off. Oh, am I still here? Am I still alive? I don't even know. I see I'm live on one channel. The Notorious CGA channel, they got me. They got me. New, 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 new world order. Let me see if I'm still on. All right. Yeah, I don't see nothing. It says excellent connection. So uh, anyway, what was I talking about? I don't forgot. But uh, yeah, too many facts. You know what happened as you get older and your kids leave the house, they become they become empty nesters. All right. You sitting at home, sitting there playing your crossword puzzle. You like this here. You be like, all right. Nobody's here. She's at her bridge game. She's at her bridge game. You sit there with playing your crossword puzzle. It's quiet. Nobody bothering you. Thank the Lord. She come in. You hear the keys come through the door. Oh, damn. Here she come. Let me conk out. Oh, Henry, I thought I thought maybe I thought you took your rheumatism medicine. I thought you took your pill. You You just fall asleep in your rocket chair. I don't want nothing from this woman. (laughs) All right. I don't want Nathan. All right. What are we doing here? Let's get back to the show, man. This is crazy. But married men, tell them I'm, I'm here to, and I know there's women listening to me and there's a lot of women that are married listening to me, looking at your husband. I know you ain't laughing at this. Do you think about other women? Guys, let me tell you something. Your woman, your woman thinks about other men too, but we won't talk about that. Mm. My man D Warren says, "Men, my wife ain't together anymore, and now Kaylee's and Latinas getting piped in the back seat. He, you're gonna go crazy. All right, the next year, be careful. Don't catch nothing. All right, don't catch nothing. Wear your protection, or get your test panels done. All right, I know what's gonna happen." You're going to come out. If you've been married anywhere before the year of 2008, you're coming into a marketplace that you've never seen before. All right. Eugene in the building, he says, so my choices are either the dark side or end up like the Green Ranger. I don't see much choice there. Mm. Yes, there's there's no, the the choice is pretty much simple. But if you want to live in fantasy world and you want to play the little fantasy game, like people play office and they play work. If you want to play work and play job and, Playhouse. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. Somebody said, talk about it. Where are we at? Your wife, th- wait, your wife thinking about Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Your wife, th- guys, we, th- let's get out of the fantasy. We can only play these things and these evil games with nature. We desire other mates, especially men especially men, but sometimes women do as well, but their desire is somewhat different than ours. We're going to get to Meghan Markle here. Their desire is somewhat different than ours. 
So they desire them on a different uh, level and connection. And then, yeah, they end up thinking about him. But their fantasies are much more elaborate than ours, which we're going to get to with this Meghan Markle situation here. Their their fantasies are super elaborate. Like they got to go on a whole journey and trek to get to the guy. They got to get on a boat. They're somewhere on a boat floating. And they're not looking, right? They're not looking for the guy. The guy just happens to serendipitously bump into her. And then when she turns around, her breath is taken away. And there he is. Six-pack abs, big barrel chest, strikingly handsome five o'clock shadow, full head of hair, tall, mythical creature. Then he takes her, sweeps her off her feet, shows her the fantasies. They arrive on a boat to a deserted island, candles all around the island. Beautiful uh, mariachi music or a violin or a harp in the background. The captain tips his hat, leaves them there. It's perfect weather. (laughs) And why do you like me? Do you are you sure I'm the woman you want? Are you talk, they still pulling the bullshit, playing coy? Oh. <laughs> it's a full ass mystery, you know what I mean? And before they even get piped down, it's a full mystery, a murder mystery. Oh boy, let me do my best Jane Austen. Oh boy, this is a murder mystery. This is a he's a mysterious man. Mm. Yeah, he has a Latin accent. He's speaking half Spanish and English, Spanglish, dropped in the middle of Santorini, Greece, with a whole bunch of dudes feeding their grapes. Mm. <laughs> That's their fantasy. You, on the other hand, woman shows up naked, looking like Master Splinter. That'll do. New woman, not your wife. New woman. The babysitter right here, she'd be like, oh, um, honey, um, I brought the, the babysitters coming over, plus... Why don't you stay home with the babysitter and monitor the babysitter? I'm just going to go out and have some fun with the gals, and we're going to play bridge. (laughs) you like, okay, honey. That sounds fantastic. Soon as she closed the door, boom, the babysitter runs, jumps in your arm, slides down ever so slinkily and sly, takes her shirt off, throws it in your face. <laughs> mm. You're like, damn, this is great. You get right to it. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's a male fantasy. Or are you just sitting there doing nothing, listening to the clock tick? At the door, ding dong. Let me check who's here. You open the door, clunk, clunk. The local college cheerleading team is in town. Oh, hi, Mr. Daddy. They, you open the door, they be like, Get him, Daddy. Hi, we're selling chocolates. And perhaps we'll do a blowjob contest. Kaylee over here thinks she's good. Perhaps she can serve you up and I'll follow. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to Chris Rock. Perhaps we'll all go on there. I'll sit on your face. She'll sit on your lap. <laughs> that's a married man's. That's a that's a single man's family fantasy. <laughs> Women are mad at me right now. 
it don't take long to get into the fantasy. You be like, head upstairs, ladies. All right, anyway, let me get to the story here. Whoa, this is crazy. All right, Meghan Markle here. Uh, you guys know who Meghan Markle is. Meghan Markle right here. Uh, this is the clip here that I saw here on the internet. And it says right here, do you agree? Meghan Markle says that women can be in their 50s and still be told, still be told that she was a SLUT in college. <laughs> while men get praised for expressing their sexuality. Now, I don't believe, I can't understand why she's this delusional at this age. This is terrible. How do you, how are you this age and this delusional? I'm going to say that she's smart enough to know what's going on here. This is an obvious double standard. It's a double standard that should exist because, ladies, if you don't think this should be fair, I'm going to ask you something. I'm going to ask you something. And the question I'm going to ask you is very important. Ladies, what if you pursuing a relationship, is there one or two, maybe three things that you with that you would withhold from the relationship to see if you can earn the commitment? I'll say it again, ladies, name one, two or three things that you would withhold in order for you to receive the commitment. Go. Oh, you couldn't come up with more than one. Yeah, you would withhold sex, right? Meaning withholding sex, actually, you think achieving that is going to get you closer to the commitment. Now, ladies, say you were a horny nympho and a man said, like in his best Russell Wilson, in his best, best Russell, Russell Wilson voice, listen, in order for me to get this commitment, I'm going to withhold sex from you until we're married, until you prove yourself to not be a scab pilling skeezer. No sex for you. We're going to withhold it for as long as I can get the commitment. Have you ever heard in your life a man say that other than Russell Wilson? Nope. Have you ever heard a man say that? Absolutely not. Which tells you that there is a value for sex for men and a value for sex for women. It's not the same. You can withhold it and get what you want. If you're a man and pull that shit off in this culture, you're not going to get very far. Now, there's also something called the receiver and the giver. I've often said this. Men are the givers. Women are the receivers. This goes down to the rules of engagement. This goes down to dating. This goes down to Christmas gifts and whatnot. This goes down to the physical act of intercourse. I give, you receive. I give, you receive. It is rarely the other way. Thus... Since you are the receiver, it is it, it is it puts a certain importance on it, meaning you had to give me access as the receiver. I had to gift in order for you to uh, give to me. So there's an act that happens, meaning I have to work for that, which you are holding on to and not in limiting access. And then if you thus feel that I'm worthy, then you will give back to me. You will you will let me give and you will be the receiver. There's also the principle of the hammer and the nail. The hammer and the nail. Okay. The hammer works to pound the nail into whatever it needs to. Drywall, uh, 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 a, uh, a stud, wood, whatever that is. The hammer does the work. The nail receives the pounding. It is rarely an instance where the woman is the hammer and the man is the nail. There are some situations like that. Male is always the hammer. You're always the nail. It never works in reverse. The woman is the lock. We are the key. 
there's also these instances. So when we're talking about this, it's never should be seen as the same. And it's the same thing for a woman like a Meghan Markle to come around here and say, well, why do I continue to be judged on my past issues while a man is praised for his sexuality? Well, it's very simple. You're the receiver. You thus judge how many people you give access to. If you wanted to get access in that particular night, it would be very relatively easy to get that access. We're just explaining it for the chicken heads in here. It would be very, really easily, very, very easy to get that person, uh, get a person to give you access. For instance, you can walk into a bar with a trench coat and you can open it wide naked and you would get somebody jumping on you real fast. You might have a line of choo-choo trains jumping on you. Now, if a man walks into a bar, nightclub, anywhere with the trench coat and he's naked and he opens it up and says, ladies first, jump on, choo-choo, I bet you he gets arrested before he gets one woman to take up that offer. He get arrested. He's not getting what he wants. Thus, men have to work very, very hard to get sex. All men have to work very, very hard to get sex. Very, very hard to get sex. Women, on the other hand, don't have to work at it very hard. All they have to do is grant access. They don't barely have to shave. They don't have to clean. They don't have to shower. They don't have to wash. They don't have to wonder. As a matter of fact, they're more wondering about could they get a commitment as opposed to getting sex. Men, on the other hand, can get a commitment just like that. It would be relatively, very relatively easy for a man to get commitment, especially if he's in the top 30%. But getting sex is a lot more difficult. He has to work for it. All you have to do is offer it. So when you ask, why is a man praised for being a stud and you are put down for it? Well, if you gave so many men access easily, you've done what is easy. Thus, you should not get any praise. You might get people that think negatively about you. That's neither here nor there. You shouldn't get any accolades for doing any of this. On the other hand, the male had to work very, very hard. He most likely had to have looks, money, status, whatever it was, game, wordplay, conversation, pickup lines, interesting conversation. He had to play a violin or a guitar. He had to have a job, a career, a nice place to live, a place to fornicate. He had to have a whole bunch of instances to make the sex work. Not just one thing. He had to have multiple things working for him to grant access to just one woman. Now, if he's repeated this 50, 100 times, he's achieved what a lot of men have never achieved. As a matter of fact, the average man in the world has had four sexual partners in their life. Four. The average male. As a matter of fact, there's some men under 30, 30% of them that have had no sex. And the 30% above that has had very few. But there's men that have 10, 20, 30, 40, 200, 250, 400. Do you know what you have to do to achieve that? Women, on the other hand, don't have to do very much to achieve those numbers. They can achieve those numbers in a matter of two weeks if they wanted to. If they wanted to, but obviously there's judgment. And should we not have shame related to the easy access woman? She's done the easiest thing in life that she can do. She laid on her back and she what and she laid on her back and she purred like a kitten. That's it. 
Matter of fact, 90% of the bedroom work is done by the male, directed specifically by the male. When we get you in the bedroom, we still got to lift the leg up, hold you, hold plank position, thrust, push, shove, kiss, initiate, direct, give instruction. We still got to do all the work once we get in the damn thing. So what are we talking about here? You just got to lay there on your back. And if that's what he wanted to do, and he lasted five seconds, he gave you the five seconds, uh, five stroke special. It is what it is. So why are you getting credit? Why do you believe you need to give credit? Every now and then a woman can do some things past that. Most of them don't. And even ladies, and even this, most of the time you're in there, 90% of you suck in the bed anyway. We just needed somebody, warm flesh, to get next to because we didn't have anybody the last three weeks. So we was in there doing all the work. You just there with the blood, flesh, skin, bone, and muscle. And you're there, and you're better than my Rosie Palm and her five best friends. So you didn't have to do much even when you got there. So here's the deal. At the end of it, women are judged on finding mates. I'm sorry, women are not judged on finding mates. They can do that easily. Women will tell you, I got plenty of options. But women are judged on keeping mates, even if they were sexual with them or not. The ultimate judgment for women is if, can you keep that man that you gave access to? That has been the trick for most women. Once you gave that man access, the most valuable thing that you've had, most men skedaddle. Most men skedaddle. They don't stick around. And thus you play this game of hide and, hide and seek with the peace league. Men, on the other hand, are not judged by if they can get a girl. They're judged, can they get the girl to give him access? Because many women will use that as a projection. You can't get a woman. It's easy for me to get a woman. That would be like me saying, you can't get sex. A woman will say, it's easy for me to get sex. Exactly. You're judged on your ability to keep a mate. We're judging on our ability to just get a mate to lay down with us. There's been a phrase, women are looking for a man with the future. Men are looking for a woman without a past. See, we're different. We're not the same. And for people to pursue these type of arguments to say we should be the same, we should be judged as studs for giving, for being the nail. We should be judged as studs for being the receiver. We should be judged as studs for doing the easiest thing in life that a woman has ever done. Wake up, give a man access, go back to sleep. It don't work like that. I'm sorry, it don't work like that. It doesn't work like that. That's the easiest thing you can do. The easiest thing for me is not to get laid. The best thing, the easiest way for me to get it is to pay. Let's let Patrice O'Neill, let's let one master teacher, not one master teacher, that's a YouTuber here, but let's let the master teacher, Patrice O'Neill, explain this to you, the value. Now, I can't play it directly from YouTube. You got to look at a picture. So I can play it directly because I got copyrighted before. But this man is going to tell you exactly why you do not get judged for giving sex as opposed to getting it. And let's let Patrice O'Neill, the greatest, tell you what's up. ask you a question here's a question here's a serious question okay ladies if you didn't have a vagina like say it was a terrible train accident right and the doctor was like we have to remove your pussy right away 
or you're going to die. How would you keep your man past? You get a two month guilty. I can't leave the bitch right away because she just lost a pussy in the train accident. <laughs> can't just walk right out on her. How would you keep your man past that if you didn't have a vagina? Wow. Nothing? You can talk. You can talk. Suck his dick. Okay. Mouth. Asshole. Okay. Great. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, I've been getting pussy beam the whole show, right? But I give women the opportunity to say, I'm going to make myself worth more. But you just classified yourself as a series of holes. But, but I, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to teach you special, but you're just a bunch of holes to yourself. No one said learn how to play Xbox, learn how to play pool, tell better stories, get another bitch that got a pussy to come on in. Well, look, whatever. Well, 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 well. Let's give Patrice O'Neill rest in peace to Patrice O'Neill. We'll give him uh, the prices right, right there, uh, right there. So, pretty simple. What's important, and when you boil it down, women know. Women know what their important thing is. It's no secret. The access to get to them, and if they don't have that, what else do they have? So, if that's what you have. Listen, if that's what you have, why are you throwing it around recklessly? Why are you saying you should be judged like the other dudes when a man has to have good credit, a house, his hairline, a hairline cut? He's got to be good, suave, debonair, have good conversation. He's got to have a lot of these things that you want on the list. You simply have to be. You simply have to be who you are. Most of the time, when you try to do what? I'm going to try to mimic what men have. I'm going to have a career, a good job. I'm going to have an education and degrees. You end up making yourself to many men, not all. You make yourself less valuable compared to basically based on the clip that we played earlier. You're less valuable because you become a B.I. You become a bitch and guys get turned off of that. So the easiest thing you can do is just be you. But you want to be studs. You want to be studs here. So it's a sad indicator right here for, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, and I'm not going to read the article. You can read it. There's an article where she goes in and uh, she opens up about her sexual history and, um, um, and all of these things and claim they people use them against them and they judge them. Well, that's the way it works. If you want to be seen as the men, and a lot of people do want to be seen as the men, you'll find out real fast. It don't work like that. You're going to ruin yourself trying to do this. Sure, you'll get suitors. You'll get guys to pop you off. You'll get a dude to run a whole train on you. You'll get all of that. But that's not relationship marketplace value. That is only value related to your sex. And most of the time, ladies, most of the time, most of the time, and be honest, what specifically did you do in there when you got that man in the bedroom? What specifically did you do? Like, what talent did you exhibit? 
what things creatively have you done? What things creatively have you done to that man that you didn't do to the previous men? Most of the time, they laid there like a Carl's Jr. star and let you go to work. They laid there like a dead fish. They laid there in marital missionary. Sometimes they didn't tell you not to do other things. Oh, don't put it there. Don't skeet here. Don't get it in my hair. Don't pull my hair. Don't touch my feet. Suck on my toes. Don't suck on my toes. No, I ain't going to suck on that unless it has a condom on. Like, you in there telling me and, and pushing me. Don't tell me to do all that. Then if I take it, oh, you took it. You last too long. You didn't last long enough. You didn't go more to the right. It need to be curved to the left. I'm just letting y'all know, guys. This is where we are with it. This is where we are. But dumb people are going to listen to this person right here. And she too old to realize, not realize what the hell's going on. If you have daughters, ladies, if you have daughters, you're going to tell them to be a stud and give your peace leave away? Is that what you're going to do? Hey, Megan, I know you got a daughter. Are you going to tell her to just go out there and fornicate and be a male and be the version of a male stud? Is that what you're going to do? I guarantee you, you won't. But of course, in classic, new, 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 new you're out here corrupting the minds of these women. And guess what? We have more single women than ever in the history of America. But I appreciate all of the women that I always tell you guys, I always tell a woman, hey, I appreciate you giving me access to you. I treat them well. I provide aftercare. I'm not one of those guys that kick girls in the butt and talk about them negatively after they've given me access. And the reason why is simple. Because they could have gave it to just about anybody that night and they gave it to me. So I'm appreciative of that. A lot of guys would wish they were skeeting on her tonight and it was me. They wish to be going down the gullet tonight and she was sliding down her gullet tonight. So I appreciate that. She picked me tonight. With that being said, our job is done, ladies. Once I got it twice, I'm about bored with it. I only need it once and I might revisit it twice. But going there about three times, not so much. I'm going to need a little bit of something else. Or I'm going to need to revisit my spank bank afterwards to even finish the job. But that's just me. All right. Anyway, man, if she's not yours, it's your turn. And that's the truth. All right. So shout out to uh, that one right there. We're going to go to Super Chats. And we're going to get up out of here. Champagne. Daddy is in the get building. Him, All right. Stop him. No, he says, I picked up a cute girl. Came home. Clapped them cheeks. Gave her a moisturizer treatment. And afterwards... She said, can you drop me off at my man's house? It's two blocks away. Wow. You can't trust these 304s. I know somebody's like, you want your daughter to be treated like that? Guys, I ain't been around. I didn't invent the game. So my man, <laughs> she said, drop me off at my man's house. <sighs> drop me off at my man's house. Well, this is the world we live in. Ladies, if you want to be out here in these streets, I have no problem with it. I'm not trying to fix ladies. <laughs> Two blocks away. But thank her for her time and the best thing to do. I don't like to mess with married women per se. It's not that I never have. I just don't make a, I don't make an emphasis of it. But um, if a woman's in an open relationship, she's fair game. Or if she has a boyfriend and she her boyfriend's a, a goober or the boyfriend can't take care of her, I, I, there's plenty of women that are out here doing that. 
fine with me. As long as he knows, I'm not trying to do no sneaky stuff. All right. And I don't think you get points for banging married women or stealing men, women from other men. I don't give a guy a point. Oh, you got the you got the married chick. Good for you. I don't do that. I think that's reprehensible. It's a clear sign that you've never been married. Okay. Now, if the if the married man says, here's my blessing, have my wife, that's that's a whole different thing. But getting a married woman and doing that to her after she's made a commitment. I mean, that's a, one of the lowest things you can do as a man to me. All right. Now, if it just happens, it happens. But if you seek this out and you have a strategy, I'm going to bang married chicks. All right. Married chicks are fair game to me. They're off limits. They're off limits because there's a guy working his fingers to the bone just to get some lazy ass sex from his wife and she's withholding it. And then she's out here giving it away. Dude, if 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 the husband finds you, he need to Uzi you all up in the bed. All right. I don't mind if he does. If you get caught Uzied up in the middle of the bed, clapping a marital woman. And and not only that, if you're clapping a married woman in her marital bed. You deserve to get Swiss cheesed up. You deserve. You, listen, and I hope you live afterwards. I'm not telling you to die. <laughs> I hope you live afterwards. You deserve the Bonnie and Clyde treatment. Anything that man has paid for, if you fornicate with his wife in her car, in her, her mini mega van, in her mommy van, in their SUV, in their marital bed, in their kid. In my opinion, that's what you deserve. And I hope you live it afterwards. <laughs> that's, that's what I get. You don't get no cool points for banging Mary chicks. No. <laughs> Leave married chicks alone. Tell them if a married chick hits on you, tell them to go suck off her husband. Because I'm sure he ain't been sucked off. Like, go. why don't you go give your husband this treatment? Wait a minute, your husband. All right, I'm sure your husband ain't got this treatment in a long time, but now you want to be nasty with me. No, ma'am, go get a divorce. Go file for divorce. Go get your husband. Go get your, your husband. Your husband. Your husband. And <laughs> again, again, though, if your husband, if the husband gives you permission, by all means, go for it. Setsana says no crown shall ever wash a 304's past. Wow, is that a quote? Oh, no, no, I get it now. You made that on quote. All right, we got people over on Cash App that we're going to take care of. We're going to take care of. Where are we at here? My man, who is this right here? Shout out to Mr. Gill. A. Gill says, check out the Jessica Delfino story is that the girl that set up the husband i think i did that story that sounds like the girl who set up the husband for a um no that's not her her name is dipolito i'm looking at it really quick lee what oh man damn google search got me they didn't let me do that jessica delfino oh they ain't let me look it up i'll look it up over here jessica delfino Let me see what happened here. Is she in the news? I don't know what happened. What am I looking for? <laughs> I'm trying to look. I don't see nothing. All right, so you'll have to fill me in. Okay. All right, all right. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Jessica Delfino. All right, on Yahoo. Okay, all right, I'll look it up. 
Shout out to. Shout out to Mr. Emilio. See, Emilio says under the table money, ya bish, ya bish. <laughs> under the table money. And, and ladies, if your husband or your boyfriend or your baby daddy makes money under the table and you know good and damn well he makes some money under the table, don't take him to child support court. You're going to take a fat L because you're going to look stupid. All right. If you know he a hustler, I'm a 46-year-old mom that hates to exercise. Oh, is this the woman that got fat? Let me see here. Okay, I'll ch I'll look it up. I don't see what's happening here. All right, yeah, man. Leave them. Don't take them to child support court. My man Mark says, should I go into debt to get a perfect smile? All right. Um, and he says, by the way, love the show, Coach. Keep keep me anonymous. I hope I didn't say your last name. All right, you got to put that at the beginning, sir. You don't want me to say your government name over here, but we'll just call you mean Mark. Uh, but um, here's the situation here. Should I go into debt to get a perfect smile? Depends on the age. I think smiles are everything. All right, if you're in the market of impressing women on any level, even if you got money, get your T-fists fixed, all right? Or at least keep them in the shape. Okay, get your T-fists fixed. But would I go into debt for it? No, I will wait till I have the money for it and plunk down the cash. All right, teeth or everything, bro. Like Muhammad Ali. Shout out to Deshaun says, coach, I he says, just off my job, tuning in, cook them, cook them. We hitting that fire over here. We definitely getting that fire. And shout out to the nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. Indeed. Shout out to Jones G. 100% facts, coach. People don't like these facts. Are there married women here listening to me offended? They're like, honey, don't be like this guy. I'm the guy that they, they say don't be like. But I'm just here to tell you the dark side. The dark side is one of the most fabulous places in the world. <laughs> shout out to... Uh, <laughs> Mr. We're going to call you. We'll call you Mr. West. He says the 50 year old man got accused on seeking from. Wait. I'm sorry. There's a 50 year old man got accused of sexual assault from 30 years ago. What's worse? Uh, yeah, guys, I'm telling you, man, in the, today's culture, there's going to be we're 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 living in the culture, the 2020s to me, are like the 1970s and the early 80s. So if anybody has a historical perspective of what happened in the 70s and 80s, what we're doing now is drugs are common. Drugs are common. Alcoholism is common. Women drinking alcohol is common. Women doing recreational drugs, Molly, they're smoking marijuana like crazy, several different strains, and so forth and so on. They're selling themselves. They're making themselves available very easily. And what's going to what what happened is the 70s was a free sex, right? It was crazy. It was it was the pre HIV and AIDS. Now. Most of the Me Too cases, the earlier Me Too cases came from the 1970s and the 80s. Going into the crack era, leaving the Heron era. Now, most of the drugs that were somewhat in our in our time we look at drugs like quaaludes and cocaine is like whoa like what like you know some of your parents did quaaludes and cocaine and you're looking at it like wow but in their time it was a party drug that's how people got down even when it got into freebase and going into the crack area you would be like you what crack back then it was just a form of going into party. Hey, hey, try this stuff. It's it's a it's a rock form of crack, uh, cocaine. Oh, it's faster. It's easier. It's cheaper. 
Now, apply it to this era. We got meth. We got party drugs, Molly, and all of these things. We got several million different strains of marijuana and so forth and so on. And it's somewhat, hey, that's what people do, right? 40 years from now, 30 years from now, these women are like, and he put me on Molly. He dropped some ecstasy. He he put me on several strains of marijuana. And he fornicated with me, bro. They're going to be all out there. They're they going to be all out here because it's a free sex. It's the digital sexual revolution. They're going to be out here claiming that y'all did all kind of corny shit to them. <laughs> yep, perks and all that stuff. They're going to be like, he did this and he offered me that. That's the same thing they did with the Bill Cosby case. They were like, he offered her quaaludes. What type of man offers women quaaludes? He obviously was poisoning her. Well, in that era, that was a party drug. That was a party drug. Everybody had that to kick the party off. And people just was like, oh, you got the little perk. You got the money. Bloop. <laughs> it's crazy. But it, it's all about framing it. So now we look at that era as, man, these men were out here reckless, taking advantage of these girls. These girls put themselves in that position 50, 11 times, dozens of times. It's been proven. They bought Christmas gifts and sweaters for these men. Many of them got their college paid for, and many of them got shit and paid for hundreds of thousands of dollars, just like you guys that are having these sugar babies and having these girls and then the party scene and running your game. Yeah, y'all doing all that shit now. But guess what? Move it forward. Move the needle forward to people that would find this behavior reprehensible meaning normies would find it reprehensible. They never partied. They never participated. They never did any of that stuff. And then now they're going to be older and they're going to look at you like a demon. I can't believe you were paying for girls' biology books. I can't believe you were having these poor girls and they were down on their luck and they were choosing to go 10 toes up. How could you take advantage of them? Yeah, they're going to forget about all the parts where I took them on trips where I paid them for dinner, where we went out, they went to football games. They're going to miss all that part. And they're going to miss all that part when they text you because you're not going to have screenshots. You're not going to have screenshots of your text where they text you, hey, daddy, where are you doing this weekend? Can we get together? They're gonna, you're going to miss all of that. The context is going to be gone. Okay. Some of you guys, he manipulated me out of this and we hung out and we did this and he had sex with me and I thought you was out here in these streets. I thought you were floozy. I thought you wanted to be Meghan Markle and wanted to be a stud and evaluated positively for your sex. But now you're 50, worn out, eating dinner with your dog, and you're looking back at your life, and you gather zero from it. All the money you got from your sugar daddy is gone, gone. And now all of a sudden, it's time to play the victim. There's no victims. There's only volunteers. There's rarely a victim. There's mostly volunteers. I'll frame it as that. There's rarely a victim. There's mostly volunteers. All the feet pictures you sold, all the Instagram posts, they're all going to be gone. You're going to be like, she was an Instagram floozy. And then they say, pull up her Instagram. It's all going to be deleted. And she used to pull her titty out on Instagram. All going to be gone. You're going to have no, no leg to stand on. <laughs> yep. I met her on a dating app and she was out there with 50, 11 guys. And she was on her dating app with her booty out. She went to the Dominican Republic to put boot, booty filters in. Yep, they're going to be out there talking about their victim, telling that old sob story. And the reason why they reached that is because, number one, they didn't get anything out of it. Many of them didn't get the bag. They didn't get the bag. Got to get my bag. And the run. bag they got was 50 and $75. They thought they were doing something. They're, they end up with nothing by 50. 
The second epiphany that happens is their daughters are now the same age that they were when they were selling a bit, when they were partying, when they were popping perks and molly, when they were out there drinking themselves under the table, when they went on yachts in Miami in Newport Beach, when they went to go get flued out by uh, Kodak Black and got leftover barbecue. Now their daughters are doing it and they're going up and they're broke and they're like, up. <laughs> time to look up who's successful out of the people that I let have access to my body. Oh, CGA still successful. Let's get his ass. Yeah. All the trips to do Dubai, all the trips to the United Arab Emirates, all the trips, all the vacations, all the trips down to Jamaica, all the hotel parties and the bachelorette parties in Las Vegas, all of that shit. You're looking at your daughter doing it. Now your daughter's 20, 21, and she's coming home with no job and gifts. Baby, where you get them gifts from? Where you get that purse? Where you get that bag? Where you get that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know where I got it. Him, daddy. <laughs> Looks like I was saving some money and allowance money. Him, daddy. And now you looking like this can't be. But guess what? When you were your daughter's age, you were doing the exact same thing. <laughs> y'all hate this truth, don't y'all? All right, look, I got to catch up. Let me see if there's super chats. I really got a skedaddle. Hold on for a second. Matter of fact, shout out to, okay, I got that one. Let me see here. Okay, dude, somebody early as hell. <laughs> okay. Okay, where we at? I gave him the wrong time and all that. All right, so let me see here. Uh, let me pop in the PayPal, make sure I got them. They on their way, and I ain't even dressed. <laughs> All right, I better get out of here in about 15, 20 minutes. But I'm glad she's early. All right, where are we at here? Oh, boy. We got, uh, let me make sure we got four on PayPal. Uh, Did I get DW? Okay, I got him already. So we got three on PayPal. Appreciate the support. And um, the playback will probably be delayed. Shout out to the dictator. She-Hulk had an episode on this. And she's for the streets. She-Hulk had an episode on this. A.D. Austin says, studs are just knockoff men. He says, being a man is more than a flannel shirt and a plastic add-ons. All right. Um, interesting reference there. Interesting reference. But uh, play this back if you want laughs. If you're just joining us, there's some laughs about marital men. Shout out to Jeremiah Franz. Thank you for the multiple channel explanation video. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Crazy stuff. Mr. Gill says, oh, he Googled me the article. Thank you, sir. Yo, Adrian says, hey, coach, I hit wives and baby mamas. <laughs> okay. Um, be careful out there. Shout out to you. Um, somebody says, Teron says, the straggle story search girlfriend's best friend, girlfriend's best friend on Worldstar. Damn, I be pulling up the wrong thing here. Girlfriend's best friend on Worldstar. Let me copy that. World star. Okay. It almost is going to come up. A girlfriend. Okay. That, there's got to be some more to those. Uh, shout out to my uh, macaroni. Tony says, uh, joined the stream late, but man, you better watch it. Them church members going to call you a uh, sacrilege. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I will always ask them what their history is. We got two more, two more. 
No government named Drake allegedly impregnated a Russian supermodel. How are you worth $50 million and not practicing safe sex? Is this a new story? Um, originally, he was the one supposedly pouring hot sauce in condoms. But what we have to understand is guys are going rosky. All right. People overestimate their condom usage. And uh, I would imagine a guy like Drake isn't wearing that many Jimmy hats. Jimmy hats do become inconvenient if you go in multiple rounds, too. You're not, you know, or you laying up with somebody. Yeah, you might do it the first round, second round, possibly third round. Definitely not. Or you laid up and you roll over in the morning and you just roll up on top of her. And she says, you can take it anytime you want. She's trying to get pregnant on Drake. And he fell for the okie doke. No government ain't coach. You have become one of my favorite YouTubers. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for your work. Okay. We just real here, but uh, definitely need to practice some safe stuff, especially if you were $500 million and you know, but maybe he don't care. I don't know. Maybe he don't care. I know Drake and some of those guys listen to me. So shout out to Drizzy. Tell him what happened, man. Tell him what happened. All right. Shout out to the coach gang. We got to get up out of here real quick. And we out of here. Peace. Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love.